Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's 34 time. 34. You wanted more. So here's the score. It's at 34. That's right. And uh, is 34 anything? Um, No. It's got a boring number, 34. Yeah. It's Not much to it. It's a squiggle and then some a little box on a stick, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the weapons were for three and four. Oh, well, a four was that weird thing that uh, that uh, our friend of the podcast sent in, and I put it on Instagram. That weird um, Central African knife. Yeah, with they called like the Jalembe or something. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That sounds right. And a three. That what's, what's a three? Like that Klingon. Three, it's like a shield, isn't it, with a handle in the middle? Ooh, yes. Uh, or, a, or a stretched uh, bow. A compound bow. A compound bow. Yes, okay, well, there you go, listeners. And uh, for anyone who hasn't listened to that exact episode, uh, we had a long chat one, fuck knows how long ago now, about what, what numbers look like weapons. Yeah, which weapons numbers look like. Yeah. Um, so one is like an arrow. Or a spear. Um, or a spear. Ten is a spear and a shield, side yep. by side. Uh, and uh, we, had, we had people send in what they thought, uh, what weapons they thought numbers <laughs> looked like. And it was a really great segment, and I think it really kicked off uh, the podcast in those early days. Yeah. Everyone thought we were great and smart and funny and cool. And that is beyond doubt. What have you been up to, Phil? Let me just adjust this here. Sorry, listeners. What have I been up to? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I got a massage... You got a masagi? <laughs> yeah, I got a Mr. Masagi, <laughs> which is actually potentially racy because uh, the the masseuse was a Japanese man. He was Mr. Masa- Mr. Mr. The, Masagi. The masseur. Ma- is it a masseuse a lady? Yeah. Is it? A masseuse is only lady time. Oh. Masseur is that because it's French, so. Oh my sir. Masseur. My <laughs> sister. Yeah, it's my sis. If it's a lady, it's my sis. That's how you remember. That's the mnemonic for. My sir or my sis? Yes, yes, yes. Um, Any, anyway, his um, he's a, a Japanese guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he's did he did he wax on wax off your balls? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yes, more of that, please. <laughs> so this um, well, I, I only found this massage place because I'm walking through Soho and I need a massage. And Soho. I, around the area. High risk. Well, exactly. So I I open up Google Maps and I just type in massage. And all these places with like three reviews of Doctor <laughs> Run place. And you look at the photo and it's just like a door. Yeah. And and so you have to try to sift through all of that. And eventually, I found this guy who gives massages under the leisure center, the, the council, the, the council leisure center in the area. I didn't know there was one. Yeah, there's one on Marshall Street, the Marshall Street Leisure Center. <laughs> oh it's God. right in the middle of town, um, right by Oxford, Oxford, Oxford Street. And I went over and I got a brochure, like a little leaflet. He wasn't available that day. But then I texted him and we arranged a uh, massage. This bit's not important. Um, and when I turned up, I went downstairs into the basement of the leisure center. And this sort of, there's this sort of makeshift spa down there. And I walk in and and there he is. And he's this very uh, slim Japanese man called Tommy. And he says, please come in. And I go in and I and I get naked um, and I lie on the table. Yeah. And uh, he's a very sort of uh, polite, smiley man. And he goes over and he washes his hands. Re- and he... Reassuring smile. Yes, yes, yes. Not like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, take all your clothes off. <laughs> oh, I won't look. <laughs> oh, there isn't a peephole in the door. <laughs> And then he got some oil on his um, hands as I was laid down, and he started uh, massaging me on the back. And apropos of nothing, without me saying anything to him, he just started this sort of speech. He went, my name is Tommy. I have been in the UK for 25 years. I have a UK passport now, but I have not rescinded my Japanese citizenship. 
and whole while I'm just like, what? <laughs> and he keeps going, I used to work in the Canary Islands in Fuerteventura, one of the Canary Islands. Be- they have beautiful beaches. The Canary Islands, a uh, uh, subtropical climate. Uh, they have, some of their beaches are ranked uh, 23rd best in the world Whoa. by Time Out Mag- and uh, He just starts telling me about Fuerteventura yeah. and the Canary Islands without me saying, and I never said a word. Yeah. And, and then he starts going, uh, uh, flights to Canary Islands are very uh, reasonable. You can go EasyJet, Ryanair, flight, return flights are 50 pounds, as little as 50 pounds, sometimes even less. And I, at this point, I'm thinking like a, a brochure for the Canary Islands is just going to slide under that <laughs> hole in the bed under my face. <laughs> or uh, what's going to slide under the table under your face is an estate, a, a travel agent. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a full person. <laughs> just <laughs> In a suit. Yeah, and they're going to be nodding at you like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I interest you in a package holiday to the Canary Islands? <laughs> and every time I like, because I, I, I thought this meant he wanted to chant. So I'd be like, oh, yeah. And so um, how long were we there? And he'd be like, Chew! And he keep telling me about. He'd be, like, he'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, the Canary Islands. Were, and I was like, oh, he just wants to tell me about the Canary Islands. And then at one point, like that, he finished saying that. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. Um, so I said, so how long have you been working at Marshall Street Leisure Center? But he didn't. Instead of answering the question, is he like started the Wikipedia page for Marshall? He said the Marshall Street Leisure Center was founded in the 1930s. <laughs> and I was like, so this guy. If you ask him a question about something, he will not answer the he will, he can he just has to start the he has to tell you about the entire subject. He's like he's like J.R. Tolkien. Right. It's like if you try and read Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit, everything has a footnote because it's like he has to tell you the whole history of that particular fortress. Yes, he, yes, he, yes. He feels like you won't be able to fully understand what's going on. Yeah. Without everything. Yeah, talking to this guy is like clicking on blue words in Wikipedia articles to other Wikipedia. <laughs> like, you you can't, you will not take you just straight to the answer you want. You have to read through the whole thing to get it. Does does the burger come with? Uh, what kind of cheese does the burger come with? In uh, 1730, a cheesemaker named Maurice Chevalier moved to the Loire Valley, where uh, yeah, just you can't make a decision, Phil, without the full info. Yeah. Um, but good massage. He really got in there. It sounds like he was massaging your mind. Yeah. With, with facts. Yeah, swimming in around in there, giving um, my, my neurons a little squeeze. Yeah, yeah. Um, at one point to like to like uh, loosen up the my, the muscles under my shoulder blades, he literally like um, got me to fold my arm in a way, and then like got his hands around like the sh- my shoulder blade, and just pulled it away from my body, like uh. just grab like you could feel him holding onto the plate there. Uh. And and then, like, just got his, on his, he just sort of crouched down and sort of leveraged himself against the table. He went, oh, and just, like, pulled my shoulder blade away from my body. Oh. That's great. Was that good? It was great. It sounds violent. He was. It was really good. He really got in there. Oh, man. He, he, he put some hot stones on me. He massaged me with hot stones, which I was really scared about, but yeah. it's lovely. Maybe I, maybe I should go. But now, you know, spoiler alert, I know all about the Canary Islands. Yeah, maybe he'll talk about something else. With you, maybe maybe he'll say he's from some. Maybe he'd be like the Joker in the Dark Knight. He has a different origin story every time you talk to him. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a randomly generated NPC. <laughs> he'll just and say, "I'll go," and he'll be Taiwanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll be like, "I used to work in Malaga, and Malaga." And you go, "Wow, this is weird." <laughs> How about you, Pierre? What have you been up to? Um, well, we've both just been up to some laxa. Yes, we just ate some laksa. At, I've never, um, I never had laksa before. You didn't tell me that was your first ever laksa. I, you know, I, I thought if I told you you were taking my laksa virginity, it would put too much pressure on us, Phil, to enjoy ourselves. I guess so. <laughs> I don't think well, I've ever. I certainly don't well, think I've ever had laksa. Very com- competent. Thank you. Um, it was very good. It was very tasty. Um, if you all live in London, head head over to Sambal Shock on Holloway Road. Absolutely delicious stuff. Proper Malaysian fare. Really good, really delicious uh, prawns we had. If, if, like me, you doubt your ability to spell Shambal Shock, from hearing it, just search Holloway Laxa. Holloway Laxa will get you this. It's a Sambal, sh- a Sambal Shock. Yeah, it's great. It was, it was fantastic. Really I don't really like, I don't dislike prawns, but I don't particularly like them. They've always tasted a bit like rope made of meat to me in terms of texture. But these listeners 
were tender, tender prawns. They were they were like good steak. These prawns. Yeah, delish, oh. juicy, and and f- um, uh, we I we called them uh, um, soft core prawns. Yeah, pornographic. They're really uh, yeah, real soft core prawns because they were soft in the core. Um, <laughs> I for me prawns are the one difficult bit of proof that maybe there is an intelligent designer. Really? Because here in this weird little alien, if you peel off its, if you cook it and you peel off its shell, is a perfect capital C of meat. Right. Okay. So it's like the convenience aspect of just, just yeah, like you just unwrap it and it's like a banana of meat. But 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 that's when, like, and there's a, there's a little poo uh, entrail, but you just have to. It's very easily accessible on the top. You just and it's gone. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. It's a perfect sea of meat. <laughs> What Maybe other, there is a god. He's listen, made a sea of meat in the sea. Listeners, what other meat looks like letters and vice versa? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, but there, a lot of intelligent... A giraffe is an H. A giraffe is an H of meat. <laughs> <laughs> it is an H of meat, it's, isn't it, a giraffe? It's a really high person on a safari. What's that giant H doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a large lowercase H. But the, the, the creationists use bananas all the time. Right. Because they go, look, it comes in a wrapper. Yeah. You know, it, you can just eat it. It's like a perfect energy pod, and it fits right in your hand. Mm-hmm. But then I remember seeing a comic once where a guy went, you know what else fits right in your hand? My dick. <laughs> and in your butt, too. And the guy's like, no, no, not like that. <laughs> and bananas, of course, had to be bred for ages to not have giant nutties in them, big old seeds. Of course. Yeah, so it's not quite. It's, I mean, if anything, they're a product of very targeted evolution and breeding. Well, exactly. But anyway. I, the, I, other, the other example the creationists use is the eye. The famously imperfect eye yeah, the that fucks up all the time. <laughs> the the thing that if it can't see something, ignores it. <laughs> if it can't fully comprehend something, decides that it can't see it. And has a blind spot. Yeah. And can't and can't move smoothly. Your eyes always move in jumps. Yes, it's true. Yeah. There's there's some kind of weird trick you can do on yourself where if you look at your watch and then away and then back, the the, the the second hand will have looked as if it's gone backwards. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I've not been able to do it myself. Check it out. Look, look it up, listeners, and amuse yourselves if you have a, a an analog watch. What? How you? Th- I'm gonna try and do it now. The take. Huh? No, that's not done it. Is this good radio? Take. <laughs> Phil looks like he's uh, seeing if someone is late to snipe a politician. He's having <laughs> he's having a lunchtime meeting with. Because he's looking up down on his watch and he's looking up and away in a very suspicious, <laughs> very manner. suspicious manner. Yeah. Uh, but the laxa was great, and it was spicy. That a hot spicy. And uh, wait, it's it funny. I turned up, um, and the la- the the lady whose restaurant it is, Mandy, uh, recognized me uh, from being Malaysian, and she said, "Oh hi, Phil. <laughs> thank you so much for coming." And I said, "Oh hi, good to meet you." Yeah. And then and then we sat down, and then um, um, a, a lady I know called uh, Zing, who works um, at Vice, was also there eating laksa, and she's Singaporean. Yeah. And then she came over and said hi. And then Pierre was like, this is like... like the It's like you're in the mob. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> Southeast Asian mafia. This is, this is where I would sit all day if yeah. I was head of the East Asian mafia. Because just, we, just accepting sort of greetings and... <laughs> and prawns. And prawns, yeah. Because we came in and, they, and she like shook your hand and stuff. So I do think to the other diners, they were like, what the fuck is happening? And <laughs> I, it's did, like, I didn't get a handshake. Yeah, all the, uh, and then like all the Asian people in the room know this guy and are coming to his table <laughs> to say hello. I mean, the re- and the reason she knew you as well is also because I was speaking to Evelyn Mock, uh, because she works on their podcast that she does with Nigel Ong, uh-huh. uh, which is Rice to Meet You. Rice to Meet You. Check to it out. To Meet You. Rice. <laughs> um, yeah, do check that one out. Um, I've not I've not listened to an episode yet, but I, I cannot wait. And I'll, 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 I think I'm going to do one in, in a bit, so that'll be a very Asian, very Asian episode. It'll be deep Asian. Um, I think you have to be Asian to go on. You have to have an Asian connection. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Ev- and last night uh, for uh, now let's see how how tightly they hold <laughs> on to that rule when they run out of all the asians in it's, about uh, six episodes <laughs> <laughs> well not all the asians but oh not all the asians yeah that's gonna that's take gonna, a few more that's a lot of podcasts a billion podcast episodes <laughs> <laughs> um, imagine if that was a new chinese government policy uh, uh, like not like what was it a tv we, in every home and a podcast a, episode for every person <laughs> a podcast in every laptop We'd, we'd everyone has a podcast in them, you know, Pierre. Everyone has, everyone's got a podcast in them. I think so. I think that's true. And I think some people's podcasts are like, 
some people's the podcast you'd have and some people are just hor- horrific mm. what would boris johnson's podcast be for example um david davis had a podcast no yeah, really yeah he had a podcast um f- for a very little bit that wasn't very successful They're called i'm old here are some old things that i think i can't remember what it was about Oh my god! Brexit. Speaking of which, we we had Laksa and then came back and instantly watched um, some Parliament voting results. Yes, yes, the Letterin Amendment, listeners. Uh, so it's you been a by, real fun packed day. By now, listeners, you will have uh, the Brexit will have changed in about eleven more different ways. But as we sit here and record this, the government was has just been defeated on the Letwin Amendment. And if you're listening from not the UK and don't understand it, that's fine. Most of us don't either. It basically delays Brexit till the end of January. Again. Again, uh, this will never end. Uh, we live in hell. Um, and that's it. You just have to have this forever now, by the way. Enjoy. Has anyone, and I don't know I don't know if I'm going on a limb here, but has anyone considered <laughs> turning the UK off? And then on again. And then on again. Yeah, and then on again. And then maybe, because you know. <laughs> has anyone thought about doing a hard reset? That was listeners. Listeners uh, of this podcast do keep tagging Budpod underneath it's, the tweets of people trying to do this, and it's jokes. a bit awkward because we are we know our friends with a lot of those. We do know comedians. a lot of them, and they go like, "Oh, the final season of the UK," and it's like we're getting tagged at it, and you go, "Oh no, oh no, our slams have become broadcastable." Yeah, yeah, it's um, actually the Podbuds are um are are are, are putting. They are a source of real uh, worry for some comics now who are yeah. maybe don't know about the podcast, but are getting these sort of mysterious messages from people going, oh, they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. And they're going, oh, no, what have I done? This is bad. <laughs> um, that's, uh, what can- that's what cancel culture has done to people. Yeah, fear. Uh, yeah. Fear. Pure paranoia. So just relax your body and I will massage your trapezium muscles on your shoulders. There we go. Oh dear, your muscles are so tense, very tense, just like the new film Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix. A very tense movie, very exhilarating, highly recommended, five stars. Now just moving my hands down your body to your rib cage, your rib cage there, oh, very, very, very large, very voluminous. Uh, what is also very voluminous are the new, is one liter bottle of Coca Cola, high volume amount of cola, refreshing Coca Cola for you to drink. The classic recipe of Coca Cola, fight thirstiness. Now, now moving my hands down to your lower back, your lower back is a very important part of your your torso it is a central engine for many of your movements uh, if you want to improve your movements around the city of london may i recommend the new taxi service uh, captain the new is a new uber kira it's easy very uh, uh, very fast uh, uh, reaction a lot of drivers they will get to you very quick and also the company is very proud to say that it pays its taxes on Reich Uber now moving down to your buttocks your buttocks are also called your gluteus maximus uh, Maximus Aurelius was the gladiator in the classic film gladiator starting starring uh, Russell Crowe and uh, uh, directed by uh, directed by Ridley Ridley Scott, it tells the story of a foreign Roman general who finds himself uh, a Rory gladiator who has to fight for his freedom under the um, under the uh, tyrannical gaze of uh, um, a mad and jealous new Caesar. Also played by Joaquin Phoenix. Quite a coincidence there. Both films I have recommended you today are star Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix is a, uh, an, an actor, and Phoenix is a, le- a legendary bird. 
is uh, thought to have been born of frame. Uh, it is uh, elemental uh, and animal. Um, okay, now I wank you off. Uh, so, Phil, me and my flatmate were having this debate earlier this very day. Oh. Uh, he did not wash his hair before a haircut. Right. He woke up, put on some clothes, had breakfast, noodle- noodled around, mm. and then went for his haircut. Mm. And they don't wash his hair? I don't think so. Because uh, my barber, they wash my, they wash my hair. Well, you can't. Well, the, the place where he's going has the facilities. Ah, but the cut he get does not include the wash. Uh-uh. Mm. And then he comes home, and his justification is that he washes it after, and that is when it, you get rid of all the little, the, 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 the bitty butts. I think a haircut is one of those before and after numbers. I think you, 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 getting them to cut dirty hair just feels wrong. His, his argument was that because they're spraying it with water and running a comb through it while they cut it anyway. So not that that cleans it, but that it's not like, it's not affecting their ability to cut or but it just feels yeah it feels grubby to me it does feel grubby i was glad i'm glad you're saying this because i thought i'd gone i thought i'd gone mad so you, you wash yeah you wash your hair yeah always like and then i you won't I, 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 I just imagine you in the shower with a hair net on now a little one of those puffy like <laughs> <laughs> to keep it perfect blush, blush, blush. oh you're in, t- <laughs> you're in the tub with a little rubber duck and you've got that hair protector <laughs> thing on. with one of those long back scrubbers <laughs> soap on a steak yeah 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 um yeah okay i'm glad you're saying that because i thought am i am i uh a sort of excessively clean victorian for thinking this now mm. i was worried it was one of those things that i've di- i'm gonna discover i've been i've been going above and beyond thing is my when i go to the barber my head is is his canvas all right and <laughs> a canvas has to be cleaned okay it's a white canvas i need to clean the canvas so that the artist um, can do his work. I don't want to give him a dirty canvas. I suppose that would be my argument. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because, I mean, if that's... And, and you, well, I just don't like the idea of someone silently going, Ugh. Mm-hmm. Well, they rub your head. They're mm-hmm. going, Ugh. What, they a di- m- what a dirty lad. They must have seen some horrible s- stuff. I mean, barbers probably have seen... A l- and do you reckon they've ever got like lice on their hands? Like they've seen like lice has got. Oh, maybe. I I know I know. <laughs> I know that my flatmate once went had to go for a haircut. That he he has a thing where if he's got something booked in, he just has to go do it, mm. even though he'd booked it in for like an early on a Saturday morning, and he'd he'd got really drunk and slept in a hedge. Yeah. <laughs> and he went to the barbers, and they're just like cutting his hair like da da da, and they're like oh. And had to take out like a big twig, <laughs> like a, like from a kind of forest character, like he was Tom Bombadil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But she just removes it, like oh, <laughs> like an actual piece of forest. Oh God! Uh, and like, didn't he fell asleep in a hedge. He he had a nap in a hedge. Yeah, he was a uh, in those days in our youth. He was a he was a booze napper, and parties in summer were very sort of outdoorsy, rural affairs. Oh, this is on the island. Mm-hmm. Ah. Not in the UK, no. The island. This is on the island. Rules are different on the island. Oh, did you see that? I've not been able to watch it, but that the the qu- clip of a guy in Question Time talking about Ireland. Oh, I haven't watched it, but the I... The island I, of Ireland. And he basically says, why don't we just let Ireland and Northern Ireland uh, just be an island together and we look after ourselves? Like, he just come up with the idea. Like, like uh, I saw someone saying that, like, this guy in a black, tur- a black what you might call a demi-neck. Uh-huh had just organically come up with the idea of a united island. <laughs> it's just like some English guy going, well, they were all the same place. It's like, yes. <laughs> I saw someone, do, Alison Spittle, who's very funny. Yeah. She retweeted someone going like, uh, you know, our, our great Fenian fathers, you know, like a patriotic pro-Irish independence thing. And there was a picture of like, I don't know, Eamon de Valera, Michael Collins, like in black and white in suits, you know, yeah. like those Victorian politician photos. And then this guy, a screenshot of this guy. And it's like, yes, yes, the great progenitor. But I, I, I so want to see his face when he realized he'd become... Sinn Féin. Oh, no, what a meme for a, for a fucking idiot. <laughs> it just become... Did his face, like, did he look at Twitter and go, oh, wow, it's me, people are... And then his face just dropped, going, I'm in... wait. Wait, me dumb? Am me dumb? But surely when you're that dumb, you can't comprehend being wrong. Me no dumb dumb. 
He's probably one of those guys who's, who sort of sees it and goes like, <laughs> and then they're all in the pub going like, oh, watch out, he's on Twitter. And then they just forget about it. Also, there's a rainbow. Look at that. Oh, out, out of Pierre's window is a rainbow. Is it, just as the Letwin bill passes, a rainbow <laughs> and is erected a, across the country. It's a big old rainbow too. And it's close. That and gold is ours. One end is in Ireland where the leprechaun with a pot of gold will be. Yeah. And the other end is joining us. That's why we can't have a hard border in Ireland. Leprechauns hate boundaries. Uh, yes, they dance all over those ba- borders. If, if you try and stop a leprechaun from roaming where he where he pleaseth, mm. big problem. I like to write a story about a leprechaun who's really rich from his pot of gold and just becomes like a crime lord. One just hangs on to it. Yeah, yeah. One uses it to bribe bribe his way across the border and. Uh, yeah. I mean, not that you could. Re- <laughs> it would be a really funny example of, of you, like, as a guy from Malaysia originally, writing a ma- massively inflammatory yeah. <laughs> thing, but like by mistake, by just going, by starting with the perfectly valid myth of the leprechaun and turning it into this thing where you go, what are you accusing people of? What are you saying? Like, oh, he, it's a metaphor, you know, the, the Sinn Fein and the pro Irish Republic people are, they're leprechauns and they. They're evil and greedy, uh, and they use their gold to. Everyone, oh man, I want you to write that now because it would upset everyone. But yeah, then that it, seems to be. The, and the, people, people complain. I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't know. Yeah, you just be like, huh? there's a what? <laughs> oh, I thought you guys all. Oh, you could pull. You could just be like, I just thought Northern Ireland. You're just being very specific. Yeah, just like that bit of it. Yeah, like the south. The north. The yeah, the, the deep east, south, the, high the west. North. Yeah, the highlands. Whatever. The north of Ireland. Yeah. The north of Ireland. Go to Belfast. I've been to Belfast. Most terrifying place. I I uh, did a gig. Um, the only time I ever performed in Belfast, I went and performed at the was it the Queen's Theatre? I can't remember what it's called. Mm. But um, the the compare was Northern Irish and just destroying. Like people loved him. He was talking about the Catholics and the Prodies and people yeah. Was like, yeah. Where you're from, Ballymena? And everyone's like. He's like he's from Ballymena. <laughs> local gear. Yeah, yeah, local gear, just destroying it. Yeah. And then he goes, anyway, your first act is uh, Phil Wang, and then I come on. And at first they see my face and they think, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and I start talking in this voice and they literally, everyone just turns around and just walks to the bar. Really? The first day, And the only face that doesn't go away that I see is this man who's pressed right up against the stage looking right up at me and he's just got a huge black eye <laughs> just staring me staring me down and i thought fuck this really? and when when i uh when i left the gig after i'd done the performance um uh, one of the nicer northern irish men sort of um as in an attempt to sort of extend an olive branch said to me hey well done howdy partner he thought i was american <laughs> <laughs> Oh my and god. I said, Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Excuse me, sir. Thank you, sir. And then I went and went back to the the hotel where I think must have been where Fern vomited and food <gasps> everywhere. Where Fern did her incredible ru- dance routine. Yeah, where bra pinged off. She, oh she vomited so hard. Oh my god. A classic, classic story. And she that. rocketed up the wall <laughs> like, a, like a Catherine wheel. Oh my god. A single man with a black eye. Yeah, just this lone man just pressed his chest up against pressed against the stage looking up at me. Oh my Some black eye. Who else was on the bill? Were you the only non-Northern Irish comedian on the no, bill? No, the closer was um, a guy called Adam Vincent, who's Australian, and he did well, but uh, he came on like aggressive. And he, ca- he, and he, he, matched, came on, he matched there, and they yeah, they relate to that. <laughs> yeah, and he came on and he, he, he punched him in the face. I wonder if it's because they thought you were American and you were just going to be like, my grandfather was Irish. I'd like do a bunch of like American Irish nonsense, you know? Yeah. Because they're not like, they don't have a great reputation in terms of their knowledge of what's the actu- what, what the deal actually is in Ireland. The Yanks. Oh, yes, of course. So they wouldn't have been optimistic about you if they thought you were American. Well, they're just all racist. I mean, there might have been some <laughs> really racist. I mean, <laughs> you never know. I mean, they did not react very great, very well to hearing my name and seeing my face. No, it's a sign of something. And it, and it would be more likely to be racism with your name. It's not like your name is Cornelius Fittlepottle and they <laughs> thought you were super English. Or Brad New York. 
The most American man in the world. Chad Steak. <laughs> Johnson Barbecue. Dash Gunrights. <laughs> Dash. Of the main... I oh, the, the Boston Gunrights. The Boston Gunrights. <laughs> well, if it isn't Tex abortion protest. Oh, I've just got real sleepy. Yeah, I, but do that access hit me like a fucking freight well, train. Well, because I, I went out last night, dear listener. I went prop. I went Raven. This is great insider knowledge. Wang loves a rave. Wang will rave until he's in a cave. Yeah, I'll rave in a cave. I'll rave with, with the best of them yeah. and the worst and the worst. And uh, and I, I still got plenty of sleep. But if I have a big rave the next day, I get sleepy at. I bet. I bet it's four p.m. now. Is it? Okay, 20 minutes to four. I will get tired at four. Yeah. Without fail. That's our time limit on this. Yeah. For you, for, for, a, for a wang crash. I'm tired now already. Yeah, well, I can, I can feel like... If you don't know, listeners, laxa is essentially coconut milk spicy soup. Yes, it's pretty heavy stuff. It's heavy. It's a, it was a heavy boy that I ate. Mm. It was a heavy lad. It's like a savory glass of hot chocolate to get to you to sleep. Yes, 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 yes. So you can drift off and have spicy, spicy dreams. <laughs> Just chilies <laughs> dancing around. Little glasses of milk going, no, no, no. <laughs> like taunting you, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bowls of ice cream you can't quite reach. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everyone's mouths are, are on fire. It's like uh, Twin Peaks. Or indeed the Simpsons episode that parodied Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. Anyway. Uh, that's the one where Maggie shot Mr. Burns. Spoiler alert, uh, oh, everyone. Maggie. Sorry about that. It was Maggie. Sorry, Phil. Shit. I was yeah. just going to watch I Want to Go Home. <laughs> I know. It's all on Netflix now. Imagine if they put all of The Simpsons on Netflix. I'd love to see the stats for how many people stop watching after season like 11, where people just go, no. It's still going. It's, it's still it's going. It's still going. They've run out of stories. Surely. The fact it's still going is is genuinely, it's almost creepy. Yeah. You have you look at it and go, who are you doing this for? Did you sign a a deal? Uh, I mean, yeah. obviously you signed a deal, but you just signed, did you sign a deal with the devil? Is your soul trapped? Are you cursed? <laughs> but also, like, um, there's a there's a thing that the listeners might not know about, which is it's a phenomenon that happens to characters who are supposed to be stupid. So um, it's happened to Homer Simpson. It happened to Joey and Friends. Ah. It's it's sort of called something like idiocy inflation. Yeah. And so in order to keep the show like uh, fresh and like it changes writers all the time because it's an American show. So all these shows have different writers. Mm. Uh, over time, they'll want to be like more and more extreme. And so if you compare season one, Homer Simpson, or season one, um, Joey, they're sort of like a bit ditzy. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, I, oh, I accidentally left the tap running or whatever. And Homer Simpson is like, just like your classic... Uh, slight, slightly buffoonish father in any advert mm-hmm. where people, dads in adverts apparently can't work kettles, door handles, things like that. So it's just a bit like, oh, I, I'm sorry, I didn't know I left the, the tap running on the, whatever. And then now it's like they're verging on requiring hospitalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homer <laughs> Simpson is like, me, boo, ba, boo, boo. And he's like trying to eat fire. And like it's and either- Joey's drinking out of the toilet. <laughs> jo- Joey's going like, I've never heard of a ball. What's a ball? People kick them. Like it's amazing that they, they, they become like. It, it would it would be a legal gray area as to whether you could employ those people. <laughs> like they don't fully understand any contracts. So it's not quite fair for you to try and employ them. Um, and so as a result, there's this real horrible phenomenon now where the simpsons every single episode is lisa learns something or homer and marge's relationship is in trouble again mm. and you could watch it as 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 an enormously long arc of a one man an already inadequate man slide into a sort of early dementia <laughs> <laughs> and his wife his wonderful wife's struggle to cope with what was probably an error in the first place but has only gotten worse imagine if that was the whole plan the whole time the intention with the simpsons was this long story about a man's slow decline into dementia <laughs> into insanity yeah or and it never age which makes it all the more tragic because he remains a relatively young man but just his dementia gets worse and worse and worse yeah and 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 bart's future becomes more and more hopeless yeah it's this terrible decline 
and Lisa just becomes more and more kind of a kind of uh, 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 avatar for 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 most of Twitter. But they they predicted Trump, Pierre. They predicted President Trump they predicted in all Trump. those cartoons they made after he became president. And then like all... Ch- <laughs> but people keep still posting as if it happened years before. And all those children of the revolution, Phil, they all get killed in the end. Then they got cancelled because of Apu. Of course. Apu was the problem. And then it was a Doc Harry Kondabolu. Kondabolu. He did the, he did the documentary about the Apu... And then lots of people said they liked him, and lots of people said they didn't, and Harry Shearer was all grumpy, and he's old now. I've still not seen that film. I need to see it. No, I haven't seen my it either. Mind up. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's, 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 yeah. I mean, it would obviously be unacceptable if it was him in person. Right. Well, so you think because it's a cartoon, it's a well, little more okay. Well, I mean, if it was, it's more okay than if it was Harry Shearer browned up. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that would have been unacceptable in the 80s. Um, the Trudeau special. The Trudeau special of The yeah. Simpsons. Where everyone's It's live action, but everyone's painted. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't think... I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't care, really. It doesn't affect me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tap out on this one. I don't have to have an opinion on everything. I do have an opinion on this, um, and it's quite spicy, but I'm too tired to uh, say it... Um, with any confidence. We'll save it so for next I'll time. Save it for next time. We'll save it for remember. next time when we both want to be cancelled. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Who would have thought that I could make such incredible changes in my life just from cutting out dairy and gluten and beef and sunlight, air, uh, direct contact with other human beings. <laughs> I'm floating in space in a bubble made of, made of a, a sort of synthetic gel. Well, I have to say, <laughs> I've never slept better. And I'd better sleep, because here in the bubble made of gel floating in the dark blackness between galaxies, I'm going to need to sleep to conserve as much energy as possible, so that when I crash land on whatever habitable planet this sentient bubble is taking me to, I'm able to burst through it still with my claws, like a terrifying alien, probably, from the point of view of whoever already lives there. If anyone does. (laughs) We'll see. But I'm going to have to burst out of there with enough energy and passion to still have the muscular capability to lay this egg I'm growing. And you know what? (laughs) I can't wait. Did you know on the subject, though, of incompetent dance, I think it's now illegal or kind of illegal to depict dads as useless at housework in adverts they did do something didn't they the asa the advertising standards ah. authority there was some ruling where they were like we really must stop yeah people like dads going like huh and 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 uh it's got an option to show football facts so even he will look at it more whatever and you go yeah. oh come on mate it's pathetic it's very depressing yeah i guess it's the same as though you couldn't have like a even your wife will understand this calculator <laughs> It's got that tone to it. Oh, man, I love those old sexist ads. <laughs> I love them so much. It's like seeing a Nazi uniform. It's like, I'm against this, but God, it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> it's something about this, like... You're saying... A, some kind of classy, classic sort of... Uh, a, a sexist 50s advert is the is the Hugo Boss of... Y- yeah. Of advertising. Mm. Mm. It's like that whole Mad Men thing where you watch that show and you go, oh, they're being really terrible to all these women, but... 
Oh, those suits are nice. <laughs> I like whiskey. Whiskey in the day. Yeah, why not? <laughs> maybe I'm, it was worth it. I'm I don't am- know. Maybe it was worth it. I'm, uh, I'm amazed that they weren't just having fights all the time. Drunk fights. Whiskey is such an angry drink. Is it? It, ang- think? it I think it angers up the blood. Oh, yeah. it doesn't anger me. That's its reputation. Oh. Gin, I, gin make like too much. I mean, this thing. Gin uh, makes people cry. Is the old, the old, yeah, the old myth. Widows, ru- widows ruin. Mother's ruin. Mother's ruin. But widows delight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, of course. Um, no more pesky um, mother-in-law crying about a dead son. <laughs> widows delight. <laughs> um, uh, I, 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 I kind of don't buy. I've never been able to completely buy the idea that different alcohol has different effects on you. Because alcohol is just alcohol, isn't it? Well, this is the thing. It can't... Have we had this conversation before? Maybe. I don't think it can be scientifically true, but it's the same as when someone points out, like oh, uh, like Finn Taylor, friend of the show, good mm. good, good old uh, comedian Finn Taylor. Congrats on getting married the other day. Yes. Uh, Finn used to have a routine about how people would lost say... Lost another one? <laughs> lost, lost lost another one to the old... Uh, poor, uh, poor drink on the ground for our lost brother. Oh, uh, ball and chain. Oh, it was nice nice seeing him for the last time. Uh, um, <laughs> I've never been distracted by hackery. I love it. I love it. Has someone tried turning marriage off and on again? Another thing I love, the institution of marriage. Um... I, I I love one of my obsessions and like friends that will now send me photos of it in shops if they come across them are like um, a basic bitch signs to put up in your house or yeah. your kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like um I know a guy who I know a guy who unironically has a house full of them with his wife and they put it on Instagram all the time. Oh it's yeah. a, it's it's brutal. So it's things like um the uh, every ma- man's house is his castle. But the, his wife is the dragon. Oh, you know, oh it's all like, this kind of fucking garbage. Or oh. like, or like a clock face where instead of numbers it all says wine. And <laughs> which, which if you take it literally, is a harrowing, yeah, really harrowing a depiction. Horrible clock face. You go, go to or like, hospital. Just signs like um, whatever is the question. Coffee's the answer. Yeah. All these sort of things that, that real people buy and put in their homes yeah. and have to see every day. I love them. And, I love them. And there's a things. sign like. Uh, 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 pl- pl- plenty of plenty of people have, have have eaten things from this kitchen, and no one's died yet. <laughs> Something like that. I remember there's some sign like that, like about co- the standard of cooking in a sort of humorously self-deprecating way. Or like, uh, uh, oh, I saw I saw an ad for, or like I saw a photo of these two glasses that are like his and her glasses, oh, and one God. one says or written on it. Um, he swiped right, and the other one says she swiped right. Oh, that is <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> no. Oh, that is awful. <laughs> uh, no, in all seriousness, talk to someone. Please do go to hospital um, for your brainworms. Yeah, uh, brainworms. Finn did that routine about how some people say, oh, tea has more caffeine than coffee. Yeah. And I say, yeah, but it doesn't make you shit yourself. Yeah. And I think that maybe it's like, as you say, but surely caffeine is caffeine. But maybe it's left-handed versus right-handed molecules, Phil. Maybe the compound is slightly altered. Maybe there's a little. Well, th- the difference between tea and coffee, isn't it, that uh, tea does have, like, by volume more caffeine in it, but it isn't released uh, because of the way it's brewed. Because coffee, mm, it is, it is released. That's probably it, isn't it? Yeah, but then that's the thing. The alcohol thing, you sort of go, it can't be true, but, but it I, I really swear feels a, true. But I feel now I'm, I'm a better drunk on good wine, like good wine, which I'm now obsessed with. Yes. I, I, I am. I'm better conversation. I don't. I don't slur or anything. I'm vibrant and fun. <laughs> it could be something else, like sulfides or pollutants. Ah, uh, maybe it's stuff that goes around it. Yeah, all the all the all the horrible low quality stuff. Because yeah. I definitely think that you get a worse headache from cheap wine. Oh yeah, I mean I can't drink cheap. I mean this is the cuntiest thing I'll ever say, but I, <laughs> I cannot drink cheap wine anymore. It makes me sick, and it, it's like an instant headache. A cheap red wine headache is Oof. like having a small steel ball in the center of your mind and it's growing. Yeah. It's just expanding to fill your head. It's so sharp. And yeah. You're so dehydrated. George uh, George Fouracres of Daphne and friend of this parish. Yes. Uh, he and I used to describe it as cranberry head. 
crown because your head you'd gets have like, like you have like a bottle or two of red watch bad red like three pound red wine and girls eat your head to help with their utis yeah exactly yeah. Uh, you'd wake up in the morning and your headache would be so bad and you'd be so dehydrated. It's like if your neck tapered to just a single cranberry. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that was your head, like this tiny, a tiny furious red berry on top of your neck. Just, going, just this dried cranberry <laughs> that you have to talk through now. It's horrific. You have to rehydrate your little cran head. I, to my to my credit, have not had a, 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 hot, a really bad... Um, hangover for ages now really yeah and and i was so good last night i was dancing and dancing and dancing having a great old time i've just been sent a video of me dancing that's very embarrassing because i'm going for it i had a really good time <laughs> and i was like yeah whoa yeah wiggle 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 yeah 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 wiggle 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 wow and then just within a matter of seconds my body just went ah like I'd, i i felt like i'd got the whole thing out of my system and i just instantly calmed down and leant over to my friend and said i'm gonna go now Oh wow! And I just walk, and, and I walked to the tube, and I had a little walk home, and just got walked off the rest of the energy, and then just went to bed and went to sleep. That's and very. And today I feel great. That's very graceful. Yeah, I just, I just, I've never felt so clear. Like yeah, 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 fun, 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 fun. Ah, fun. All right. Good night, everyone. <laughs> I'd never had it like that before. What about after the the wedding the other day though? Did you not have? Because the next day that was my last sort of hangover, hangover, where it wasn't like a headache or sick. But my head was in at Finn's wedding. Yeah, yeah. I was the next day. I, my I was very slow, and I, my head was like it was encased in a very warm fog. Yeah, well, I, I didn't drink. I didn't drink too much. Did you not? No. You old sauce pot, you. Thank you. Also, I'm maybe I'm also drinking quite a lot over longer periods of time now, and I'm building up a tolerance again. That could be it. That could be it. Naughty boy. Naughty wine man. <laughs> You're gonna have a cranberry head before you know it. And I'll squeeze it and step on it and make a lovely cranberry wine and then drink it back into the cranberry. <laughs> and pour it into the hole that used to be your head. <laughs> what a vivid... That's the clock in your head. There's wine every every number. There's wine now. That's who you are, Phil. You don't have to buy the clock for it to be true. Uh, don't talk. Don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. Is is already like Nyeh. that's classic. But it's really upsetting. It's don't talk to me till I've had my gin. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. Yeah, I'm calling social services. The other, the other subcategory of those signs is um, the the old-fashioned drawings of people in like suits and stuff, and they're smiling and holding a beer. Yeah, and just says like, "Joe thinks you're a cunt." Yeah, and everyone's like, "Ah ha ha ha!" It doesn't look like it does because he's sort of quite well dressed in his old-fashioned. Yeah, it's, an, it's, an, it's a 1940s portrait. Yeah. of like a, a housewife holding up a a, a tray, a bake <laughs> yes. tray of like yes. lasagna or a, or a casserole. Yeah, and she's going. Uh, rim me or get out. <laughs> <laughs> rim me or get out. <laughs> <laughs> and she's smiling. She's got pearl necklace on and stuff. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, or, or a, a lady, a lady is sort of uh, holding up a, a cup of coffee, smiling, and it says, "Today was the day that Judith found out." All those men sh- she murdered were vegans. <laughs> a man in an old-timey bathing suit with a big mustache uh, uh, who's doing a big thumbs up with his little hat on. And it's saying, he's saying, I just sucked off another ten men in that changing room. And you go, oh, that... Ugh. That actually sounds quite funny. <laughs> I'd like to buy that one. I'll give you any any amount of money. How much do you want for that? I want ten pounds. I'll give you ten pounds for that size. Yeah. That sounds hilarious. It's on good card. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so I thought I mean, that was a brand like Good Card. Good Card. Where you can put blowjobs jokes on. Good Card. Do- it's rude, but it's modern. It's old, but it's new. Does it's Moon Good Pig- Card. Does Moon- Moonpig have any rules about what you can put on their cards? I've, I've, I've always wondered <laughs> this. com, And it's just swastikas and, and, and libel. Yeah, there must be something. <laughs> the Prime Minister is a convicted uh, sex offender. Uh, says um, a black and white photo of Hitler that we've superimposed, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, uh, Nelson Mandela's face onto. And you just go, I'd like this for my, my father's birthday. And could you send it to um, uh, everyone in the borough of Camden? <laughs> I saw uh, uh, in um, Leeds train station, I think it was, a, an actual physical moonpig.com outlet. Oh, and, physical. And it was being shut down. Man. First victim of Brexit. Yeah. Moonpig. 
Yep. The, the, it's the ones with the most irritating adverts first, everyone. The customizable greetings card industry has always been on the vanguard of our economic uh, policies. <laughs> I could see the laxer bubbling up for, into <laughs> Phil's mouth while he was talking. There. Well, speaking of letters and cards, we should read some letters. Let's do it. They're good cards, they're good cards. Photos from the 50s, sentiments from the noughties, and they're naughty sentiments, that is, on the good cards. Black and white ladies standing in the kitchen holding up delicious food, but the caption something from Tinder. A man dressed as a construction worker in 1920s New York. He's looking at the camera, but he's not saying something appropriate. It's from Grinder. It's implied he's gay, even though it's a traditional-looking picture. And the caption makes reference to modern technology like mobile phones in a way that you know is not uh, chronologically appropriate. And you buy them as a birthday card for someone who's got a sense of humor, but not too much of one. Ring letters, emails, phone Ryan gets in touch. Ryan, Ryan, why are you spying on the bud part? Yes, and I will say, uh, apologies, listeners, if we haven't got your uh, correspondence, we're we're behind by a, a, I'd say, a week and a half or so. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. It's built up again, the old the old sediment. Yes. Uh, pick up the pace, I guess. Greetings, Brothers P. Nice. I have a whimsical little poo tail you may well appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> it never stops being funny. What? It will never stop being funny. It's both educational and hilarious, he says. Uh, it happened when I was living in China. Oh! Mm. I'm listening. And working as an English teacher in a primary school with super young children aged between 2 and 12. In lieu of nappies, toddlers in China wear a wonderful garment known as split pants. Oh, I'm not of this. Uh, which is merely a pair of trousers with a hole cut into them. No. Around the key areas. So parents can simply hold their non-toilet uh, trained children over plants, bins, gutters, etc. Uh, for them to do their business without any need for a change of clothing afterwards. Mm. Google it at your own risk. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I don't want that in my history. No. Uh, I found this out the hard way by trying to play a game with some three-year-old children that involved them sitting in a circle and me rolling a ball to them, <laughs> with the recipient of the ball saying something in English. It was my first week in the country, and I was yet to come across the split pants, as they are remarkably well hidden sometimes, leaving me woefully unprepared for the eyeful of children's genitalia that greeted me upon sitting down. A truly harrowing sight. <laughs> Naturally, I confused everyone in the classroom by immediately making them all stand up to play a different game that involved... <laughs> that involved fewer... Every, come on, kids. Sit down. Sit down. Ring, sit down oh, get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Let's all stand now. Good. That was part of the game. Well done. Good standing, everyone. Good listening. That's the first test. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, uh, that involved fewer opportunities for kids to come free and fewer chances for my belongings to contact their nether zones. <laughs> my belongings. After, after right, his ball. Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> However, after the initial surprise, I soon learned to live with the occasional sight of my tiny students' teeny tadgers. Uh, and eventually, after a while, I more or less stopped thinking about it. It was just part of life in China, which I was getting used to despite the initial culture shock. I was even doing pretty well with my Mandarin lessons, as my tutor had taught me a method of trying to relate my learning to everyday situations that was proving quite effective. Uh, don't worry, this is going somewhere. He, he, he reassures us. Good. One day, such a situation arose from which I learned the Mandarin word for slug. Uh, and he put it in characters here. Bitty chong. Bitty chong. Bitty chong. Can I see? Yeah. Uh, Up at the, towards the top there. Towards the... Oh, bitty chong. Bitty chong. Bitty chong. Uh, literally means snot worm, he says. Uh, that I don't think I'll ever forget. I saw a four-year-old child running through the classroom with something in his hand, shouting, shouting, Biti Chong, Biti Chong, over and over again. I quickly got my phone out and searched for a translation of what he was saying. As I checked, uh, I heard a squeal from one of my Chinese colleagues. Bushi Biti Chong. Bushu. Bushu. That's not a That's not a slug. Yeah, Bushu. Yeah. That's a S-H-I. Yeah. It's hard even when they put it in English, uh, in, in uh, Roman uh, letters. Uh, she yelled, I understand clear as day. That's not a slug. The other children were laughing uncontrollably at this point as the child set off again on another lap of the classroom, once again telling everyone he had acquired a pet slug. It turned out, as I'm sure you've figured out, 
One of his classmates had made use of their split pants and laid a small log on the floor. This young man saw it, had an idea, and quite literally picked it up and ran with it. <laughs> Things took a turn for the worse when the child opened the classroom door and threw the turd slog out into the hallway, <laughs> where the head teacher was showing around a couple. B.T. <laughs> 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 Chong! Uh, yes, um, we, have, we, we have nothing but the highest standards here at uh, um, Smiling Valley Kindergarten. Slug! <laughs> That's not a slug, oh my god! It's a turd! What are you teaching these kids? Uh, where the head teacher was showing around a couple who'd come to view the uh, school. Needless to say, I didn't see them come back. I imagine they will have given the headmaster a brief. How de, Shesha? Okay, thank you. How de? How de? Oh, how de? Okay, okay, thank you, yeah. How de? How de? is okay? How de? How de? How de? Sisi. Sisi. Before swiftly leaving, never to return. Uh, keep up the content, and as ever, keep jacking it. Ryan. Well, the kids are wrong. I mean, the slug is, exa- is exactly how I described. If you, if you, you can harken, if you can cast your minds back to uh, the Bud Poo episode, um, where I had to sort of surgically um, take samples from a, a poo on the floor. It's very slug. It's, it's like a big old slug. It's, it was like I was performing an autopsy on a slug. So that kid's onto something. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember you saying you were like jabbing this. Like, so it's like I was stabbing a slug <laughs> on the floor to death. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> so, so revolting. But thanks, Ryan. That's really fun. Is Ryan still in China? Um, I don't think okay. so from context. Let us know. Uh, we'll come back to you in fucking ages. Sorry. Uh, I'll do a song while Pierre looks for the next letter. I've come to quite like doing these songs. It's a song to pass the time. It's a song that is all mine. It's a song that makes me want to sing along. (laughs) Sing along to my own song. Sing along to your own song. Sing along. Let's all get along. Sing along to his song. Sing along to her song. Sing along. To their song, come on. Oh, um. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to just cut this and make it faster. Hang on, sorry. Some of these are like good poo stories, but like, it's just people shitting on stuff. And yeah. like waking up and there's another shit on something. So <laughs> 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 I'll just quickly summarize one. Okay. Uh, and we'd like to thank uh, George for getting in touch. And uh, to, just to, to summarize it, to summarize it, um... The, he he sent us the one about the person who took Imodium all the time to just to 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 try and never shit. Oh yeah, the incredibly efficient bum bum. Yeah, um, they basically they were drinking in this room. It was an L shaped. This is when they're students. L shaped room. L shaped room with an ensuite taking up like twenty five percent of the room. Um, he slept in the hallway section, and his other friends slept in the bed and they were beside the desk. They woke up hungover, thinking someone had farted. They looked around, and someone opened the laptop. And there was a turd on the laptop. And the turd wasn't on the keyboard or the trackpad, but on the sort of spare bit in the corner, quite artfully. <laughs> so there was just oh, like... By, by, by the trackpad, next to the trackpad. I think he means that on either side of the trackpad. Because he said corners, actually. Well, I mean, if you had to poop on a part of, lap- of a MacBook by the sounds of it, it's a good place to go. Oh, no, lots of laptops I had that configuration. If you had to poop on a laptop... You'd go there, no, 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 no cracks, no crevices for it to get stuck in. Easy yeah. wipe off. Actually, quite a considerate way to poo on a laptop. And strange when there's an ensuite. Yeah, that's the real mystery here. Why? What, well, the person's so drunk they thought that the lid of the laptop was a toilet lid, and they lifted it up and did a poo. Is that? Oh, that's a good that's idea. What I presume, yeah. And it's went, not a good idea. It's a terrible idea. Well, then, uh, your 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 idea of what could have happened is a good idea. Uh, that's a good theory. It's certainly a bad uh, idea to poo on your own laptop because <laughs> uh, you thought it was a, a toilet seat. That's uh, an old um, saying, which means to sort of uh, sabotage yourself to poo on your own laptop. Never shit on your own laptop. <laughs> that's what people say. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, the other day uh, this happened. Again. Well, you know what they say: never shit on your own laptop. I know, I know, but. <laughs> In fact, you, it's one of those... It's easy to say that now. It's one it? of those cheesy signs you can get uh, to put up yeah. in your kitchen. <laughs> never shit on your own laptop embroidered on a, on a big you cushion. Never shit on your laptop. Get your wife. <laughs> uh, right, sorry, we, we didn't get through much correspondence there, guys, but we, we were running late because of uh, being full of coconut milk. <laughs> um, 
do uh, again keep sharing and recommending stuff to your friends and writing in we may have to do another correspondence special just to fire our way through yeah I love a correspondence special I think they're it's really worth fun. it because you guys are so great when you write in and so funny and we're, yeah, we're, sorry, uh, we're we only are. sorry we can't read out every word of everything we've ever seen Sorry we're banging on today, wanging on and novellian on today about Brexit and coconut milk. Yeah. Um, but next time we'll try and make more time for the correspondence. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.